But yeah, man, let's get rolling on this. Welcome everybody to Hashtags and Headlines. Geezy, we're back, my friend. We weren't back last week, but we're back this week. I have a new microphone. It rotates as I talk sometimes, so I have to keep an eye on that. But other than that, things are well. How are you, sir? Doing good, man. I was talking to my wife. I feel like we've only podcast once this month. Oh, it's been a weird month. It's been a terrible, even at work. Today, I had a really good day in my, in my profession. And I've worked like five days this month. Like it really has been from having babies to uh, being sick to a Thanksgiving. Like all of it has just really dipped into my to my podcast time. And and I got to be honest, I had a pretty sweet Trovo cash out uh, this uh, this past Sunday. Like this is my new job. I just want this to like Kevin makes it his job. This is my job now. I got the second kid here. Uh, we need to bring some more money in. I'm thinking they have subscriber only streams. I might be doing some of those on Trovo. Like, there's more dude, and more. This and sports betting, we're all in, dude. We are all in. Sports betting <laughs> worked out pretty well for us this past weekend. And I even so one thing I did with uh, with our money without telling you is the underdog parlay. It's my <laughs> new favorite thing to do. It's a round robin, so I'm only betting like twenty bucks, but it normally yields like twenty or thirty dollars in profit. Like it's the underdog parlay is the way to go. I'm, I, I'm a big fan. You you go by games with the underdog where they're close enough to where they can win. Like it's like a plus one fifty or a plus two hundred. The the internet like the odd makers are just kind of throwing their hands up. Like, well, we're supposed to say that the Baltimore Ravens are gonna win, but the Jaguars <laughs> could win. And Put then. Put that shit on. Boom. Thank you so much. The mana is real from He Hate Me. I appreciate you, sir. Yeah. Like the odds makers aren't really sure. They're just throwing it out there. Like, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe we will, maybe we won't. I think it was a hydrate. But yeah. So, Zach, I'm all about the underdog parlay. The Panthers won a game. Like, I, I just bet on these. The Raiders won a game. So, I, I just kind of picked seven games that were really close. And when you do the round robin, it doesn't matter that the Chargers fuck it up. Like, or, you know, they beat the, the Cardinals mm-hmm. in, that, in the last minute. That kind of ruined the underdog parlay. But I think out of the, the eight teams, I think six of them hit. So, you still get a 16 parlay. And even if that's only, you know, you're wagering 20 cents, you're still making like seven or eight dollars off of that. So, the underdog parlay is my new favorite game. I don't think I've ever even told you that it exists. <laughs> no, you're my money manager at this point, I guess. <laughs> Well, and I've I've had the 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 real fun of being a money manager for one of my coworkers. He gave me forty dollars to wager, and <laughs> he hit it all on Sugar Sean O'Malley to win that fight a few weeks ago. And then Oof. he he just took the winnings and he was like, just put it all on uh, Oklahoma State to beat Texas. So he had like this massive like two fifty to no, he had like three hundred dollars, and then he doubled it. Uh, so I have like all this money from one of my coworkers and he was like, Hey, I want to cash out. So I'm like, okay, it should be easy. So of course, cashing out on oh, Bovada no. should be easy. Right? So I decided to do the Bitcoin option. That just seems like the way to do it is by Bitcoin. And I, I don't want to do all 780 bucks at once. You know, that's Wait, just, what's the other options there. You can get a check by mail from Costa Rica, which they, <laughs> they take $100 out. If you do the check, Ooh. cost one hundred dollars flat. Yeah, one hundred dollars flat to get your check. So, so you're cashing out a hundred. You're just you're breaking. You're, even. Yeah, you're breaking even. So then the other options are: I don't think they do direct deposit into your bank account. It has to be either the check or it has to be uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, any of the cryptocurrencies. Those are the ways to do it. So, 
I, I'm thinking, yeah, let's do Bitcoin. I, I like Bitcoin. I use it. It's fine. So I, I transferred to my Bitcoin wallet and I was going to hit $780. I was going to hit transfer. And I said, let's just test this first. Let's yeah. just do $15. Let's make sure we're not betting the whole farm on one transaction. So I, I throw in the $15. Comes over immediately. No problems whatsoever. Really, really like excited about how easy that was. And then I go to transfer the rest. And oh, no. unfortunately, uh, I since I already used that Bitcoin wallet, um, it won't let me transfer into it again. And I'm like, wait, so I have to use a different wallet every time I withdraw money? Like, why? Why? That's the that that really defeats what? the purpose. Why do I have a Bitcoin wallet if I need a new address every single time? So then I'm reading all these articles about you need a blockchain.com account and uh, that 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 wallet is a different type of wallet. Since it's a private key wallet, it goes in there and you're allowed to you can send it into a private key wallet as much as you want. So I had to create a blockchain.com account and <laughs> now the money's being transferred there, but it's not like the Bitcoin one. The Bitcoin transfer took like six minutes. Easy. $15 into my bit, my Coinbase uh, Bitcoin wallet. Or not Coinbase, my crypto.com wallet. And that was super easy. So now the blockchain version, uh, blockchain.com, it's going to take 24 hours and there's nothing more nerve wracking. Then $780 just floating in the ether of cryptocurrency. <laughs> so I don't know if Elon Musk is going to get that money. I don't know what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, I, I tried to cash out. I'm the money manager for, for everybody at work. So if we ever need to cash our money out, we're going to need a new Bitcoin wallet, I guess. <laughs> well, so what's the process to convert it to cash on the new website? Well, if I get it with, so once I and get are it, are you going to pay taxes on it? Once I get it into my Bitcoin wallet, um, or once I get it to my blockchain wallet, I can transfer it into my, uh, coin, my crypto.com wallet. No problem. So there is an end game that all just results with it gets into the crypto.com wallet. I just, since and you're paying a fee on all these transactions. Oh yeah. Like 0.4%. It's not much, but yeah, they definitely take almost a percent of your money. What's your per your percentage should be like 10 minimum. I should get something from this. Good point. He did he he owe, I owed him more than 780 for sure. Like I think he had like 800 bucks or something, but so he gave me like $20. So, <laughs> I will take it. It was fun. It was fun to gamble with him, so we will take it and we'll be fine with that. But um, but Zach, there's other things in the news that we need to get to. Like obviously we talk hashtags and headlines. Obviously since the NFL season has been uh here, uh uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson was officially activated by the Cleveland Browns today. A lot of people forgot like he was going to play football like or that this was going to happen this year. Maybe it just felt so far away, like 11 games seemed like it would never happen. But Deshaun Watson is back. The Browns are not mathematically eliminated. Uh, ultimately, what's your... They beat the Bucks this week, dude. What's your immediate reaction when I say out loud that Deshaun Watson's coming back? Uh, I had the same reaction. I did see this, I think, watching NFL Network this week. And I'm like, oh, shit, I totally forgot he even plays in the NFL anymore. Right? Like, th that, was, but, that was my big thing is, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah like, they, they've been doing pretty well without him. So here he comes back. And, yeah. Who's well, their starter? J uh, Jacoby Brissett, which is kind Jacoby. of funny. Because he was, yeah. you know, Patriots, Patriots fame. He was going to be the starter for the Colts until Phillip Rivers showed up. But, 
Some of the okay. reactions I'm seeing are so fascinating because, like, immediately, of course, the athletic, which the athletic is getting more and more woke. Like, I pay a dollar a month for this site, and it's turning really into we're going to be about the issues. And because I remember that Robert Robert Mays football podcast that I used to listen to, I remember he was like crying, and he was like, "I just don't know how we can." We can tell women that we respect them and we only suspend Deshaun Watson for 11 games and we still pay him $400 million and we still give him all this guaranteed money. Like, how are we supposed to tell women that they're taken seriously? Like, he's, and he's like crying as he says it. <laughs> so it's really over the top, really cheesy, really stupid. But I read this article like just for a second and it made me laugh. Like, I don't know why. Cause, cause obviously, now, now we're in this world where we're going back and forth on women are strong, independent people versus men are evil and they control women wholeheartedly and statistically. Uh, it's a belief not to not to write about Deshaun Watson during 11 weeks of suspension. We didn't see Watson every Sunday, and not to see him was not to think about him, and at least not as much, which is kind of true, right? Since he wasn't, since he was just suspended, it wasn't like there was much. Well, the Browns are getting ready for Deshaun to come back. Well, Deshaun's been working out. Like Deshaun's doing this. I have not heard his name until he was announced as activated. Well, yeah, because he can't even. He wasn't even able to be at the facility, right? That's the whole point. Like you're just gone. Is that Which, yeah? I guess you're suspended doesn't mean you just can't play. It's you're not yeah quarterback. Oh yeah, you're not at the practice. facility. You're not practicing. You're not nothing. Yeah, you're not at the facility. You're not at practice. Like you are literally not a part of this team anymore for for at least eleven weeks. Uh, Joe Buck did mention during Week Eight's uh, Monday Night game. He did say that Joe Buck uh, mentioned the twenty six lawsuits alleging Watson's sexual misconduct uh, during massage. Was he charged with anything? Uh well that's. I don't, not, or was he convicted of anything? Wasn't convicted of anything, right? So, well, so on October fourteenth, six games into the suspension, another woman filed a lawsuit. Oh. Uh, but again, here's what drives me nuts about this article, and even just the truth: another civil lawsuit. Why are they all civil mm -hmm. suits? Why are we just trying to collect cash? Some people are saying it's because they don't have enough evidence. But if we don't have enough evidence, does that mean that it happened? Aren't we supposed to be innocent until proven guilty? And I don't want to defend Deshaun Watson, but I'm just. I, isn't that just obvious? Well, didn't they accept cash? Oh, is that what it is? It was all paper. There's no paper trail. So all. then, isn't it a fucking illegal for them to do that as well? That's true. So isn't, yeah, like, prostitution's also illegal. Soliciting sex and the and the the job being performed both are illegal, and they're all alleged. Even this article says another woman alleges. Like everybody's alleging, and everybody's filing civil suits because they just want money. And I was here. I heard the judge has like an ownership stake in the Houston Texans. So there's so many <laughs> things wrong with this whole thing. How is that possible? And uh, like the the I just I read this article. So Watson is returning to the field Sunday, nearly two years since his last NFL game. But it's hardly a reason to think that this is all over. Since it's been two years, really. Since he played, he didn't play one game last season. Like that's what a lot of people forgot. Is oh he, yeah, is he held out pretty much? He didn't want to play in Houston. They couldn't trade him. They knew, uh, they knew these allegations were coming down. So he just sat out a whole entire year voluntarily. I thought, like I thought that was kind of what their plan was. They were just going to not even play him. Or he wasn't on. Was he on the commissioner's list? Uh, I don't even think he was on the commissioner's list. Like this really is such a. He's already. Oh been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it started with he wanted to be traded. He wanted to be traded he, and sat out. So then, ever we were joking that like, 
Oh, you want to get traded now? Well, fuck you. Yeah, We're exactly. Send all these women. Fuck after you. you. And that's why when I say like a lot of these women are from Houston, a lot of these lawyers that are representing them are from Houston. A lot of them have ownership stake in the Texans. Houston is a very wealthy city. All right, there's a lot of poor people that live there, but there's just a lot of. I mean, it's it's a metropolis. It's the the third most populated city in the country. Like it's definitely. Uh, there's some shady talk shit. about headlines. They, they couldn't even drink water this week. Could they No, that see, th- there's <laughs> a lot of issues with Houston. I've been there a few times. It's miserable. Just being there. Um, Tony Busby. What actually happened though? With the, the, the hand, water, uh, with the water. I don't know all the, the, the drink. They find a dead body at the facility. I, I don't remember what, what it had. Like we just heard like, Oh, they can't drink the water in Houston. Like being up here in Dallas, that's just, that's a Houston thing. Like when people say like, like, you know, the people of Walmart, like to us, it's just the people of Houston. Like what's happening down there in Houston? Because they're much like Dallas where they have like bougie oil people with like cowboy hats and limousines, but then they just have so much filth and trash and it's ghetto and it's terrible. And, um, Jeez. Oh yeah. It's, it's the worst. Like I was even trying, like I was even joking with my brother. Put that shit on. Thank you, Cassidy, for the A B spell. Don't worry. There's a de- Antonio Brown did not rest while we were while we were away. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> they had a boil water notice confirms that tap water is safe to drink. Now this happens every once in a while though, but like because even in Dallas, like if you look up, or you can look up arsenic levels in the water. Like I don't know if that's just common for everywhere. But, yeah, but boiling hey, it doesn't do it. <laughs> oh, we got an elixir bomb. Thank you so much. What was that Jamie Hader? Oh my gosh, thank you for the Meltzer spell. I didn't think it would get approved. It got approved, Zach. I was I was worried. I I wanted to put a bunch, and then it kept saying reviewing, reviewing, and I had to do other things. It was not not my favorite. More spells coming next week, so I can't wait. Two weeks. Um, so they had to boil water to use it and drink it. Bottles were going crazy. Houston has lifted its boil water notice two days after a power outage affected one of the city's water purification plants. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened is they have a water purifier, runs on electricity. We lost power. Suddenly the water is unbelievably Put that shit on. Thank you so much. She hate me. But Zach, is this, this hasn't, do you ever drink tap water anyway? Like I, I, I've been drinking tap water at work and people look at me like I I'm insane. You are crazy, dude. We, as close as I get is we have a Brita filter pitcher. Okay. That we fill up from tap water. I used to just have the filter that you screw on to the sink, but new house doesn't work. I'm a, yeah, I'm so close to installing the little filter you put next to the sink. (laughs) Yeah. It's just filtered water comes out of the tap. Get some Kungan water in there. Yeah. I like that. Tap water. No way. So I drink, so I would drink tap water for many of years. When I lived in Covina, I hated waiting for the fridge. So when I was like in high school, like when I would be hungover and just desperate for water, tap. Oh, water. I drink hose water when I'm that hungover. Tap water, just give me water. I don't. I don't want to need wait. the minerals. Yeah, I would fill my cup up with ice and load it up with tap water. So now at work, our water machine broke. Which, by the way, <laughs> holy shit, is that? Oh, thank you so much for the elixir bomb. Uh, <laughs> I like the eagle. Yeah, it looks pretty sick, bro. Um, but, but I'm just, yeah. Like why, um, just, just with work, how do you not give your employees fresh drinking water? Like it's insane that it's been like five days and there's been no water. So like they say that you, Brittany Griner got better water. They say there's, oh, there's cause they put a little water thing downstairs. Like the ones at the gym that you just put your cup under and it fills it up Mm. real fast. Like it's all motion sensor and it shows you how many bottles are being saved. 
Oh yeah, like put that upstairs. Why do we gotta go to the first floor to get water? It's not. They're dude. They're making you run stairs, dude. It's even better. Well, I'm yeah. I've been very sore these past few days, so I'm not going up and down those stairs. I've been drinking tap water. I was like, no, fill <laughs> fill it up in the kitchen sink. I'll 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 suffer through it. It'll be all right. But people just—they'll never look at you the same. Speaking of unpurified in Houston, Deshaun Watson's back, baby. Uh, uh, Lauren Baxley was the lone plaintiff of the, of the original twenty. Put that shit on. Put that shit on. ghost is following. We're getting uh, hydration spells. Oh my goodness, what a night we're. I mean, we just we're just getting started here, Zach. And so I don't know. I, like this whole Deshaun Watson thing. I know that like hashtag believe all women right now why would 26 women all lie but there's no evidence nobody has a text message from this guy nobody has any proof that they did this it's literally word of mouth he's not been convicted of any crime he's not going to jail for anything it's literally and he already served an 11 game suspension he was given a six game suspension then they extended it to 11 because the nflpa was like that's nowhere near enough and now it's okay. The 11's done. What else is left? What are they expecting everyone to do? Just fucking bury his ass, apparently. But I, weren't there women that it happened to multiple times? Like when you record it yeah. one time, or or is it just you like doing it and you you want to jump on the bandwagon? Maybe there is one out of these 25 women who are like like it was traumatized and it was traumatic, and then when they came forward, suddenly other women were like, oh. Yeah, that was wrong, wasn't it? And then they came forward. <laughs> but and I and I, look, I don't want to be a conspiracy guy, but it all seems a little too nail on the head that as soon as he asked for a trade to get out of Houston, all of these allegations come forward. This guy's been on this team for years, and nothing had ever been mentioned ever until he's finally like, "Nah, I, I hate this organization. They're not building a team around me. I'm out of here." Like he's Trout's probably going to go through the same thing when he leaves the Angels. Oh, for sure. Fuck that guy, dude. <laughs> Fuck that guy. It's got to be couldn't, He couldn't get us to the playoffs. Dude, it's got to be coming. Everybody's excited that he's playing for, for team, team America in the World Baseball Classic. Not uh, I. Didn't um, Judge get traded? Or didn't Judge leave? Uh, did he sign anywhere officially Went yet? to the Twins, I think. Oh, that sounds awful. Why do you guys go yeah. there? Uh, Fucking money, dude. Dude, Aaron Judge. That makes if I paid you $200 million, you wouldn't go to the play for the Twins? I'm seeing right here that he's still available, but it looks like the Dodgers are still still the front runners. Like that's, that's... I saw it on Twitter. Twitter doesn't lie. Twitter is lying. CBS Sports uh, 12 hours ago said that he's still a free agent. The Dodgers ah. case to sign Aaron Judge away from the Yankees. He's not done with the Yankees, but it, there is definitely a vibe it wouldn't be going this long. You know what I mean? Like he would definitely be trying to stick around uh, with the Yankees. Look, like if for baseball free agency, the angels are making big moves again, which is like ridiculous, you know, Hunter Renfro. And they're trying to kind of throw piecemeal a team together that might win 80 games. You know, they want to at least give trout somewhat of a chance to, to, to muscle their way into the postseason. They're not going to do it. Uh, I'll throw that out there right now. Everyone's still high on Shohei, and I love Shohei, but, I'm just saying we could trade that Shohei guy and get a lot of prospects, really build up that bullpen. I was even reading from my best friends at The Athletic. They were even saying, oh, well, here's a projected Angels lineup, and the starters look good, the infielders look good, the outfielders look good. Their bullpen looks like just a fucking bunch of kids from an elementary. Like the names are – it looks like backyard baseball. It's just guys that do not look like – they're not professional athletes. It's fake names uh, thrown out of a name generator. 
Yeah, I. That's what I was gonna ask about Shohei. Shohei's a way better hitter, right? Kind of like so. Define way better hitter because that's then he is a pitcher. Into well, in today's modern baseball, which by the way, there's banned modern baseball. Like it, it's kind of rough because he's batting like his career batting is what like two sixty, two seventy, which is fine. It's not three hundred. It's not like what I would say. Like oh, like three hundred's the minimum for me when it comes to like fantastic hitter. You're eligible to win the MVP if you're batting three hundred. He hits home mm. runs, which I understand. He also leads the team in strikeouts. And huh? I just the the way I said it uh, at work, and this is my Moneyball. I've watched Moneyball way too many fucking times. Shohei Otani mm. bats two fifty and hits you know twenty one home runs, right? And he cost twenty million dollars. We can get four guys who hit two fifty. And can add up to hitting 21 home runs for a combined $1 million. Like, there's other ways to get <laughs> to a 250 batting average and 20 home runs. That's like that's when I look at a, a a star like Shohei. Shohei's there to sell tickets. I don't think he's going to win us a World Series. And I and that that's Moneyball ruining how my brain looks at baseball. But as an Angels fan, that's all I can think is how come all these little shit organizations are making it to the postseason and we have Trout and Shohei and we had Pujols for all those years and how are we never even in – we're not even in second place in the AL West. <laughs> When's the last time you guys made the playoffs? Oh, I think it was 2015. There was a year where they did – like they were dominant. They just – I know it might have been even longer than that now that I said that out loud. Um, it might even be like 2009. Last time Angels made the postseason, and I'm looking it up on DuckDuckGo on accident. Um, but because there, there's there's other teams that like there's other teams that like the, the the Mariners just ended their playoff drought, right? And the playoffs are different now. They've expanded them a little bit, so um, it's kind of easier to make the postseason. So it's not really. It's it's not really you know the same as it used to be like when there's only four when there's only five teams making the postseason it's rare and it's hard to get there uh, when you're you know when you, uh, when there's eight teams in there it's not as sacred to get in there yeah what what are the top half of the teams making in so it looks like 2014 they finished 98 and 64 which was I think the best record in baseball that year and then they lost in the divisional series so they they didn't win a single round they lost to the Royals I think they got swept before that and this is I think this is even Trout Trout is 2009 I think they won 97 games and they lost in the AL championship series so they got almost to the World Series but lost and that's that's it, man. I mean, in two thousand eight and seven, they were making it to the postseason. Two thousand five and four, but yeah, I the mean, golden years, dude. Just think about that. Trout joined this team in what two thousand nine or ten, and they've been in the postseason once. Like that's it's ridiculous. They they made it to the postseason more with Kendry Morales. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, did they have top ten players when they won the World Series? Not really. They were a wild card team. You know, that was the year that the the Mariners won a bunch of games and then the the A's also uh they made that big money ball push. So the A's uh the Mariners ended up not making the postseason, I believe. And then the Angels ended up winning the was that how well the Angels won the West? No, the Angels were the wild card. The A's must have won the West then. And then the A's lost to the Twins. The Angel, yeah, the Angels beat the Yankees, I think, which was a huge shock. And then Angels beat the Twins and get to the World Series. But that team, like Troy Gloss, uh, Garrett Anderson, Darren Erstad, all legends, like all players that I forever will idolize for like my entire life, Adam Kennedy, Scott Spezio, David Eckstein. 
But it's not like any of those guys were huge names in baseball. Like Tim Salmon was a big name. And like all those names are huge in Angels lore and Angels history. <laughs> but in the yeah. grand scope of baseball, it's never like, well, clearly, uh, I mean, how, of course, Brad Fulmer is the greatest DH in, in baseball history. Yeah, that because that, that's what I remember is like growing up an Angels fan. Yeah, Tim Salmon. Fuck yeah. But yeah. was Tim Salmon ever a top 10 player? Yeah, no, the there, there's no way. Yeah, it's not like Garrett, like I said, like that whole Benji Molina, like there wasn't our pitching. You know, John Lackey started that game seven when they won the World <laughs> Series and he was a rookie. So he was a big name later on in his career, but at the time it was his first, you know, he was a rookie. They had Francisco Rodriguez, who wasn't even the closer officially yet. They still had Troy Percival. So we had guys, but it's not like – you know, it's it's not like the Astros when they're winning World Series with Bregman and Altuve, and um, I mean their team is just so stacked all the way around. But <clears throat> that Angels team was just a team, and they were exciting. And now when it, like this season, they won seventy three games, which in two thousand nineteen they only won seventy two. So I guess that's their worst season. Uh, and, and and even in the shortened year, they only won twenty six games. They lost thirty four. But th- th- like I don't know, I look at those numbers. They're just getting progressively worse. Like 2014, they won 96 games or, or 98 games. Then they won 85. So that they, they and they didn't make the playoffs with an 85 win season. Then they went down to 74. And since then, they have not had a winning season. So since 2015, <laughs> they have not posted a winning record. So as an Angels fan, I don't get like I get excited for baseball. Like now that baseball is over. And even when baseball starts, it's not like I watch 82 games or 162 games. Like, I literally watch maybe 20 games a season, maybe 30. But these Angels are so fucking terrible. Like, it's exciting in April, and I might watch some games in September just to see who the young guys are. But, dude, I've not even thought about them. They almost made the playoffs. They started off so hot. What the fuck happened? It's the Angels, dude. They got to just blow it up. They got to blow it blow up. Blow it up. Get rid of Trout. Get rid of Shohei. Start this whole thing over. Same thing you could say for the Raiders, right? Like, wh- wh- how long are we going to do this Derek Carr thing? How long? At are- least they got rid of Leatherwood. Ah, they, they cut their Cut losses. bait. They first round draft pick. They cut him the next year. Good for them. And, and, the, and by the way, I like Derek Carr. Like, I've gotten into this discussion with fellow Raider fans. Raider fans are blaming the season on Derek Carr. I'm like, Derek Carr. Tell him to stop wearing fucking eyeliner and it'll be fine. Why does he wear Is that just his natural eyes? Is he wearing eyeliner? Be. Is he Egyptian? He, you know what? He's from he's from <laughs> Texas. They're, him and his, they're from Texas, and they went to Fresno State, him and his brother. So I don't know what they have going there. South- Put that shit on. Do your dance, baby. Do your dance. Put that shit on. Thank you so much. Put that shit on. He hate me for the hydrate spell. <laughs> I just looked up, does Derek Carr wear eyeliner? And the eventual answer is no. Derek Carr does not wear eyeliner. He just happens to have the darkest eyelashes known to mankind. All right, so I'm being told that there is a roach in the house, and it's 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 worthy of me getting up and going to get it. So I oh, no. I did hear screams, so it must be really really bad. So we're gonna a take cockroach. Yeah, just a big cockroach, and it was like oh. I mean she literally like opened the door and like screamed like Can you come get it? So I'm gonna hit play <laughs> on this song, and we're gonna be right back after this after this horrific roach break. Did you put Papa Roach on? Yeah.
got the roach, dude. You should have seen this fucking guy. This was not a regular roach. And we were just talking about roaches too. Like in Texas, they are bigger and meaner and they don't go down. I was on mute, but that's what I said. A fucking Texas roach, dude. Yeah. Texas, Everything's bigger. Texas roach, dude. And of course, like my mother-in-law is here. So she was the one that found it. So now it's like, oh, this house. So yeah, there's roaches every once in a while. So we got to have our guy come out and spray. When you're in Texas, did you fucking shoot it? Uh, I should have. It would not fucking die. I have like hotshot <laughs> spray. And this guy, like I, there's like a puddle of it on my floor now. Like I got a puddle of bug spray. <laughs> this fucking guy was just, he, you would drench him and he would move. And they have wings. So he was like trying to flap a little bit. And then I would hit him and he what? would not go down. Yeah. So then I had to step on. You guys on. have flying roaches? Yeah. you never seen the roaches fly. They're, they're nuts, dude. Like, <sighs> Yeah, it's it's fun to think about. So, um, yeah, you got it here. I'll, I'll pull some up now that we're talking about it. Roaches can fly. Roaches can jump. Oh, there's compilations of it on YouTube. That's terrifying. Um, the, the, see, every people want like whenever. Remember we were watching horror movies for a little bit. Like that was kind of like yeah. Everybody kind of wanted us to watch some scary movies. Like this is really scary. All right. We didn't see Smile in theaters. We had no interest, but we live with this in our real lives. So, yeah, like they they definitely can fly. Like if you get close enough to them and cockroach, (laughs) (laughs) the fucking cockroach, fucking cockroach, dude. They definitely, yeah. I've seen. I haven't seen them fly like because once you see them like that, I'm usually oh they move. I don't like that. Yeah, you got to step on it immediately. I don't know why I was trying to spray it with the bug spray. It was being nice. Dude, like, have you ever seen a potato bug? Yes, those are horrific. Those look awful. Those. Did I ever tell you that's like one of the few things I have a real phobia of? Is that potato bug, like seeing one in real life? Look how big <laughs> that fucking guy is. That was a big I rogue. did see one in real life. Really? In Glendora. How? I was, I don't know how old, maybe like seven or eight. I was walking down our dark hallway and I thought it was one of our dog's Kong toys. Picked it up, turned the lights on. That was in my fucking hand. The one, the second row all the way to the left. <coughs> this guy right here, right? Yeah. Dude. For- like this fucking big. Oh, those things are scarred for life. Wicked gnar. Yeah, no need to tell. Mm. Of course, now that I saw that one roach, I'm like, it's everywhere. I, mean, I feel every time. They're everywhere. Every time I feel a breeze, I think it's coming for me. Well... Uh, to carry on with speaking of, uh, no, we won't go there. Uh, Brittany Griner remains locked up. Geezy. She's like, she's a common trend on, on, on our discussion here. And uh, on November 20th. So this is a couple days old. The South Carolina coach, Don Staley and the Stanford coach, Tara Van Dervier. They wore long sleeve shirts honoring Brittany Griner as part of oh, a series wow. of efforts to support the detained WNBA superstar during their team's number one versus number two matchup at Maples Pavilion. So, uh, and people are saying, so the U.S. Uh, State Department has classified Griner as wrongfully detained. So that's, they're, they're running with wrongfully detained. So how? How are they justifying wrongfully detained? Did I, she break the law she, there? Yeah. Well, isn't the law you're not allowed to have drugs and she had them? Like, isn't weed still or a drug? Or bring them in internationally, like smuggling? And, and I, like, so the coaches got together and, like, just look at these shirts. Like, first of all, these shirts are awesome. But this would just make me so mad. Like, here I am locked up in a prison and all you can do to honor me is put on a fucking shirt like that's all you guys can muster like let's stage a protest let's not play basketball until we get Brittany back i 
<laughs> I mean, they're not making money anyway, so fucking why not? They're already losing money. If anything, I, I've, I've, sorry, I was taken by he hate me in the comments saying Gino's had a job for two weeks. Yeah, Gino's had a job. Gino's a working man. Two now. weeks. I was even messaging him like, "Can you go tonight?" Like, I don't even know if he can go now. Like, I have to ask him, much <laughs> like I ask you. So this is going to be interesting. The Vlidi solo show might come back. That's why I rebranded. So we're hashtags and headlines. Me and Gino were the wrestling journalist. If I fire up this computer by myself, it's definitely just the Vlidi show. I also have <laughs> my Xbox right here now, so like, could even do some streaming if I wanted to. Just stream some games. I know people have been asking me to do that. Live wrestling, live football commentaries. I mean, I'm ready to go, Zach. I mean, it doesn't have to be a podcast. It could just be a live stream. I could be Ninja. Dude, the football commentary is any fucking time. Let's go. Oh, I'm saying, yeah, just mute the fucking games. I don't want to hear yeah. uh, Kevin Burkhart. And, Chris uh, Collinsworth. I love Collinsworth. Obviously, we're not going to do Sunday Night Football. we got to listen to Collinsworth. Who's your dream caster is dead or alive for NFL? Oh, that's interesting. Well, I, You know, when I was a kid, I always liked John Madden. Um, but now I really, I, and I know that it's hacked to say, like, I like Joe Buck. A lot of people don't. I like Troy Aikman. A lot of people don't. I like Chris Collins or a lot of people don't. So it's hard for me to imagine like a team of like, who are the best? Because it would be easier for me to like pick who do I not want to hear? Because you know? <laughs> I like Charles Davis. I liked John Gruden when John Gruden did commentary. I'm going Gruden and Romo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you could get Romo in there, like, because who's your favorite play-by-play guy, though? Because I know we have the sports, the analyst, the guy who played before. But as far as like just calling it down the middle, are you a Jim Nance guy? It's fucking Romo, dude. No, Romo's not play-by-play. Romo's a cult. he's an analyst. He played the game. Romo needs. He a calls Nance. every play before the fucking play. He, he tells a, you what's going to happen. He needs a Jim Nance to be the one who goes tomorrow night on CBS. The the. The, the Dawsons are welcoming a new family to the neighborhood. Stay tuned. 8 p.m. Central. Like, he, you need one of those. You need a Mike Tirico to say this Thursday on NBC. You need a Al, – Al Michaels I thought was really good I was, for a while. Yeah, I was about to say Al Michaels probably. But I'm also – like, now that I watch Thursday Night Football, Al Michaels definitely – But also, Tony Romo comes up when you look at fucking play-by-play commentators you fuck but he's not a i don't know how you're gonna say he's not a play-by-play because what is nance the color nance is the one that's going yeah tony when you're a running back like no nance isn't doing that nance is the one who's saying a tradition unlike any other the masters on cbs (laughs) like he's the guy who's the network guy he's just setting up all the sports he's the guy on the super bowl podium handing the trophy to belichick like nance is the the play-by-play and romo he's the one who adds a little spice to that presentation Okay. Is Romo in your, I, I so, agree to disagree. But you, so you think Romo should just call like the like cuz like for example like He a, calls every play before hey, it happens. Wow. He explains every play after it happens. G-spot with the journalist spell. Thank you so much, G-spot. I mean, those who can't do teach and he clearly couldn't do. He did he did all right. You know, my Cowboy fandom is kicking in hard recently. There's I'm just surrounded How many playoff games that he win, please. I'm just surrounded by a Eagles fans. How many? Uh, he cried know. on the field because he he fucking muffed a field goal hold. Not everyone, not all my favorite players win playoff games, all right? Trout's never won a playoff game, and people say he's <laughs> the greatest to ever do it. So I, I'm okay with not winning these playoff games. So the Gamecocks won, by the way. They won. I know you were curious who won, South Carolina or Stanford. Uh, but <laughs> the, the Gamecocks <laughs> pulled that off, baby. Um and yeah, like with women's basketball in general, it is there is nothing going on. Like no one wants to watch it. You know what I mean? It's it's 
I know it's a meme. I will not be watching the WNBA until Brittany Grinder is back, by the way. That game's going to be epic. That will be something that we do live. I will have that game on, and I will be broadcasting. We might be dead by then. I, I will be so excited to see Brittany Grinder back. Um, to, and even this. So the back of the T-shirts, which were designed by Plants. She's going to be the like, – She's gonna be the NBA's Nelson Mandela, dude. She's gonna get out. It's gonna be great. Dear, <laughs> yeah, when she's eighty. Dear BG, we love you and are fighting for you. <laughs> Millions of us are uplifting your name every chance we get, and we won't stop until you are home. We hope our love and support reaches you and ultimately sets you free. I don't think there's any internet at, at that penal. What are we doing? What does this mean? Why do they say millions of us she are uplifting She doesn't know the name? any of this. We, they don't tell her shit. We She's love you and we're fighting for you. Like, what does that mean? What does fighting for you mean? Does it mean I wear a shirt and then I go back to my mansion and have spaghetti? Like, wh mm -hmm. what does that mean? I think that's what it means. But again, she, they're not, she's not getting fucking mail from anybody. She can't see the internet. She doesn't know shit. Thank you so much. All she knows, she probably doesn't even know. Because before, I think the only communication was through her lawyer. That would probably help her out. But now she's in the penal colony. Dude, She's she doesn't know anything. She's fucking a pickaxe at rock all day. <laughs> no internet and a lot of snow a portion of the profits just a portion of the sales of the shirts will go to bring our families home campaign and the james w foley legacy foundation both which advocate for the rights of detained in other countries thank you rezzy um yeah so but what does that do? What are they going to do to get her home? It's not like these organizations have any power with the Russian government. Put that shit on. It's still just the exchange is the only option, I think. I think that's not off the table. So there was a moment of, yeah. Well, because don't we have like a Russian spy or something that Russia wants back? There's got to be some incredibly valuable terrorist that Russia wants. Yeah, an arms dealer. And isn't that? I think it's the guy that that Nicolas Cage movie was based off of. National Treasure? <laughs> no. The one where he's a fucking arms dealer. You oh, Con Air. You're right. Um, no, Lord of War, um, I think you're talking about. Yeah. But I didn't see that movie. I heard it was amazing, though. Um, Ooh, well, here's the headline from The Guardian. Is this today? What do we got? November, Monday the 28th. So yesterday. Diplomat in Moscow says U.S. has put a significant proposal on the table in effort to free basketball star jailed on drug conviction. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so there's the proposal. We're going to get her back. This WNBA season is going to be sick in a couple months. <laughs> it's going to – you think – do you think she even comes home alive like that dude that was stuck in North Korea? I, I have that suspicion that when she does come back, she's t a totally different person. Like kind of like, you know, po not not poison because isn't that what the rumor was for the kid who did get sent home from from North Korea? Like it could be she's just been beaten so bad. She is mm -hmm. mentally never going to be the same. And do you hate America even more after you get your ass kicked in Russia for a few months? I don't. Do you hate it more? Does she come back? Like I experience real slavery now. Thank you, Six Samurai. And I'll never understand how the brain works. Like, how can a LeBron James be 
like how can anyone be anti-america when there's other countries that are like this you know like people want to pretend that they're oppressed and then it's like oh there's like real countries with real prison systems and like I don't, have you has lebron said anything about it lebron says he's not a cowboys fan anymore because during the jerry like he says jerry jones didn't support the players kneeling and he thought it was important for the players to kneel <laughs> Well, so, he's a smart guy. Yeah, his yeah, he's a smart man. His favorite his favorite team is now the Browns. He says he's all in on his home team anyway. His Why was it anyways? I don't know. Idiot. I don't know. Somebody asked him, "Are you still a Cowboys fan?" And that was his response: was like, "No, fuck them. They wouldn't let the guys kneel." Oh, okay, because that that really helped things, didn't it? So let's not get rid of uh, the like. Let's not try and change the culture with uh, these kids who go to Last Chance U and they say, "I either gonna be, I'm either gonna be a rapper." A football player, I'm going to go to prison. Those are the only things that I'm allowed to do. And <laughs> maybe we should invest a little bit more into positive role models and changing the culture. Like, let's go on World Star Hip Hop and we can just watch all the top videos. It's just dudes rapping with stacks of money, guns, and smoking crack. And fights and shit, right? But I, I just looked up LeBron and Brittany Griner. Do you know what he said on the shop back in July oh, that he got God. heat for? Oh, didn't he say she should stay there? It's better. Over 110 days. Now, how could she feel like America has her back? He went on to say, I would be feeling like, do I even want to go back to America? And then in a statement where he backed out of it because he got a bunch of heat. Yeah, absolutely. My comments on the shop regarding Brittany Griner wasn't knocking our beautiful country, <laughs> James wrote on social media. I was simply saying how she's probably feeling emotionally uh, along, which probably alone. Yeah. So many other emotions, thoughts, etc. inside the cage she's been in for over 100 plus days. Exclamation. Long story short. Bring her home. Hashtag. <laughs> bring her home. But yeah. Be mad at America and then say, America, bring her home. Like, Make up your this mind. This beautiful country. And that's, that's what I don't get with a lot of, I mean, not to get super political, just a liberal mindset of, do you guys want to like this country and think it's the best? <laughs> Or do you want to just try and pretend that it's the worst and you're always oppressed and there's this imaginary system that doesn't favor a certain type of person, but then when we give you examples, it's, oh, well, that's one in a million. It's like, well, that's one in a million for every successful fucking person. Like, what do you, what do you mean by that? Um, so Antonio Brown, before we before we make a parlay easy, Antonio Brown, he shared a not safe for work Photoshop of Giselle on uh, Instagram or Twitter. I can't remember what it was. But this one isn't getting uh, liked by as many people. <sighs> First of all, this is not a good face of her, right? I, is that real? I, oh, I mean, I know the whole picture's not, but is that her exact face photoshopped on here? Or is there some like weird thing happening with the jawline that they're trying to match it up? That's yeah, why she looks like, like a, a dude with a huge nose. Is it like a painting or something? Like This is my rendition of a Giselle. Um, but it's supposed to be like she got a, like a, he got a Snapchat from her or he posted this on his Snapchat of Giselle with no clothes on. It's clearly a Photoshop. Um, how come he doesn't let this go? Doesn't it seem really over the top now that he's still doing it? Like, is it am I crazy to think that he's that there was some sort of him being calculated in this stuff? And now it's just he's just crazy. He's just insane. Like, that's all there is, is that hit from Vontez Burfick ruined his life. <laughs> I can you cue that up because I want to see that. But 
Oh, the burpee. I don't know. I yeah, the burpee hit for sure. Yeah. Cuz you'll see like what where mental illness comes from. Yeah, but, like this is how it all started. Like once, <laughs> once This is how serial killers are made. It just happens when you're younger. Yeah, once the the, the Antonio Brown perfect <laughs> hit happened, <laughs> his whole life changed and and maybe it didn't. Maybe he was always a little wacky or a little crazy, but I just remember when this happened, we were all because and we know Vontez like we don't know Vontez Perfect, but Evan and Ty played our friends played with Vontez Perfect. They said he was a huge piece of shit. <laughs> he like he showed up late to practice and he was like a he was like a, clearly one of the most talented guys, but it was just such an asshole. Um, let's hear it with audio. Roethlisberger from the pocket, middle of the field, incomplete. Jesus. Oh, a flag does come in. Went to the head. Lewis Harris is. Gonna be flagged so how long until Tua starts <coughs> posting shit like this? Right. Well, because I'm concerned about it. Well, and even perfect. You, you even note, notice perfect is motion. I'm like it was my shoulder, but it's still just a man's. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's still just a man's head. Like why? Why was is, this before targeting? Is yes, I think this is what started it all. Like you weren't allowed to, like because every like I think the penalty was just helmet to helmet. They were saying here. Let's see what the penalty was. Yeah. It's probably just be unnecessary roughly. Yeah. Perfect in the end. Yeah. We need the slow. I need the slow mo. You can't even see the hit. Oh, good job, Ben. Just leave him out to dry. Yeah, hanging high and then boom. Yes. Oh my goodness. And it's just a little head snap. The complete limp. That's not good. And then for them to just walk around saying, it's my shoulder, it was my shoulder. I mean, compare that to Ryan Shazier getting paralyzed. It didn't even look a quarter. As I know. Well, Shazier didn't look that bad. He just tackled, He went to make a tackle, and then he just could knock it up. His legs just didn't work. I mean, this is an unconscious man. But is this where it all began? Is this where he just went crazy? Because now he will not leave Tom Brady alone. It, it's just bizarre to me. Like, how did we get to this point? Where this guy's gimmick, I mean, his whole existence lately is Tom Brady. And it's not like they play together that long. They played, what? They didn't even play a full season together. <laughs> played one game together in New England and then, what, 11 or 12? Or I guess he did finish that. He won a Super He's Bowl. He's in New England for a little bit. Yeah, he was there for a game. More than right? one game, right? He got traded by the Raiders to New England, or he got released by the Raiders. And then that's when the allegations came out after he jerked off on that girl's back. Mm. His masseuse is back, and she had evidence. Wait, what? Yeah, you don't remember that? How? But okay. Yeah, Antonio Brown. No, I'm just wondering how that when you're getting massaged, how do you come on their back? No, it was like she was like a, <laughs> a physical therapist. It wasn't just massages, mm. but he was um like he would text her, and there was like some sort. Of, we talked. You and I talked about this. I think. I know. Um, I'm just, uh, but I don't. With the whole situation. I, it made a little more sense when they finally came out and say saying they were getting divorced. I'm sure Antonio fucking knew and was just starting shit for no reason. Yeah, but like I like is he defending Tom now? Just making her look like a fucking idiot? Does he <laughs> think he's on his side? Put that shit on. Like, like this bitch. Thank you, Beezlebub. Uh, maybe, maybe no. It's definitely I'm better than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a piece of shit. He he sent me that awful text. So I'm going to live my whole life just trying to make Tom's life miserable. And the only way I know how to do that is with social media because I'm seven. 
Yeah, I got. I mean, is it, this is all on Twitter? What is this happening on? Uh, that, this one was Snapchat. This one was definitely on Snapchat. But the so then what? How does that even become a story? Who's who did he send it to, and who took you a know, picture? Of you it? know that there's these like Jay Glazers and shit that follow all these people. Like uh, I think even Rich Eisen said he's blocked on all social media by Antonio Brown. Like Antonio Brown has blocked <laughs> certain people. So he, he definitely has the attention of the, the NFL media, and he always will. Uh, world star hip-hop, but he's always going to have their attention as well. So th- there's, there's definitely people that are Snapchatting everything this fucking guy does. And if they can share it to TMZ Sports and feel like they're part of it, I think they're going to do that. Like everyone's dead. Everyone's it's take your phone out culture. Everybody whips their phones out to think they're going to make a new headline. Yeah. I, but I, he's off the fucking deep end, dude. I have no idea, but I can't, I hope the Raiders. Thank you, Cassidy. Do your dance. AB do your dance. That's now. Are we going to talk about one of the best three part documentaries ever created? So you did finish it. I, so I wasn't sure if you same de- dude it. watched all three in a row. And I, and I haven't talked about it with Kevin. I haven't talked about it with with Gino. I almost want to watch it again because I watched it so fast. I want to reabsorb the the information. So as a non wrestling fan, let me ask: Do you did you know who Teddy Hart was before you accidentally watched the documentary about Teddy Hart? I didn't know who Teddy Hart was, but as soon as he was like, "I'm Teddy Hart," I'm like, he's canadian related to the hearts for sure <laughs> but like, i said that to my, my wife was like who what and i'm like he's a heart yeah his- she's like who who's that and i'm like okay whatever but he, i know he's somebody otherwise he wouldn't have a documentary well in his voice like he's just, even his his inflections like everything the way he is he just seems like bret hart just with a lot more attitude and mm-hmm. uh i, I and it, you know when they talked about his steroid use i always wondered like how was he in such good shape for an indie wrestler <laughs> And then it's like, oh, he's doing steroids. Okay. I I guess I totally forgot that part of the world still existed, like, of people doing steroids. He gets it from all the cats, dude. The cats gets him extra testosterone. So, and obviously, so for those who don't know, Peacock just, uh, last week, they released a three-episode documentary on Teddy Hart, independent wrestler, uh, member of the Hart family, as as Geezy and I are talking about here. They pretty much, uh, and and I like the way that this kind of came together because it was... Like, remember, like, I brought this up, like, Tiger King was such a huge success. This was kind of what a Tiger King was, where it's just, we're going to film everything all the fucking time. We don't know if there's ever going to be a show that's made, but people looked at Teddy Hart, and mainly that one guy who kind of is the main character of this documentary, he was just so desperate to have a hit reality show, and he looked at independent wrestler disgraced by WWE who raises cats on the side, who has this weird, like, polyamorous relationship like, this is going to be a hit reality show no matter what. Like, that's kind of yeah. what he was thinking. So he was recording it and work sh- and shopping it around, and it never really got picked up in anything, whether that's just because it's Teddy Hart, nobody really knows who that is, or reality TV kind of goes in waves where sometimes we really want this, and then by the time you're ready, it's like, no, 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 we've moved on from that. So, like, remember Rock of Love and all that shit? Like, that's really not around anymore. So. <laughs> like they, like it goes in waves. So this documentary is the only reason it gets picked up is because there is a twist of Teddy Hart being abused of of like of sexual assault and kidnapping and things like that from his wife and one of their friends, and then it kind of culminates with another female wrestler is missing, and everybody's kind of pinning it on Teddy Hart for the reason why 
she ends up going missing. People think he might be involved in her disappearance. So, I mean, the rest, of, I mean, everything we're going to say is speculation, and you still, you should still see the documentary. It's not like we can give spoilers, but oh. it's not even that. Yeah, like the ending, like most documentaries, like there's not a ton of resolution, right? But I mean, I walked away from it thinking like. I mean, he's not responsible at all. He's just a total big piece of shit. Sure. And it's amazing this guy can survive in the world and not be in jail. Well, and how do you, as the female... He's the biggest douchebag I've oh, ever fucking incredible. seen. Incredible. The, the way he talks to people is, is amazing. And we've even watched stuff on the whole fucking show. We've watched him, like, he showed up to an interview and people were so unsure if it was a work or not because he immediately was in a bad <laughs> mood. He was talking about how I had to fucking wait in the lobby for like three hours because you put it under a fucking fake name. And you didn't tell me the fucking fake name you put it under. And he's doing this like <laughs> he's doing this in front of people like at a live event. And the guy who booked him is like, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, you're not fucking sorry. Like, it's awesome. Like, I, mean, I, I just pull the clip up because it, it's one of my favorites. But um, yeah, like I left that documentary thinking. Everybody who thought, like, because they kind of set it up in a way where you're thinking Teddy Hart fucking murdered this girl. Like, that's what you're thinking. Oh, yeah. And then it, they, they, they come, they're, they're honest, and they say that, no, it's, you know, uh, he was wrestling a show in Los Angeles when she was in jail one night. So you can kind of tell, like, her last night of, like, where we, where we know about her, she was in prison. That's the last known place. On the other side of the country. She's in Florida. Him. He's in L.A. She's released at 2 a.m., and then that's it. Like that's the last place that we know of her. That's the last place that we see her. So it can't be Teddy did something to her. Now, he if he did steal her ID and now she can't leave the state. Like I understand why that would be an issue, but she can still call people back in Canada. That you, was the most frustrating part, dude. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, she didn't have an ID. She was an illegal in the country." Be like, "She's Canadian." Get fucking get deported. That's what you want to <laughs> do. Go back home. Why is it such a big deal? Yeah. Go why, turn yourself in. Yeah. Why not get deported? Why not find a, there's a way back home. Like that's what's, that's what I don't get is they, they frame it. Like he sh left her stranded and there's nothing she can do. So we're going to get, but I mean, at some point we have to kind of realize like, no, she's like an adult and yeah, what he did to her was fucked up, but it didn't. It should not have led to her disappearing for three years. So, and he didn't leave her in fucking Rio de Janeiro. Like yeah. it was fucking Florida. She's in like a nice place in Florida, and then she starts having issues with, um, you know, the people, the people that she's living with, and she's kind of she's getting a job under the table because she doesn't have a work visa and stuff. So she should have just gotten deported. I don't know why that was such an issue for her. It's like I don't want to go through that whole system. Well, go back. And there's no way you're going to tell me they didn't film gay wrestling porn at that fucking. Oh, place that was either. the gayest thing, and Teddy Hart was all part of it. <laughs> for sure. He's going to be wrestling me tomorrow night along with Davy Boy Smith Jr. So people think that this is a work. So. He's fucking twacked out. He has eight by tens here. He will be signing some after the show, and he'll. Teddy Hart rules. That necklace, too, dude. You've had a bit of a long day. Super long day. I didn't know you were starting on me. Like I thought you're, I thought you're ribbing me. Thought you're ribbing. No, me. we had the break and we thought that maybe it uh, is fake. Cause Kevin and I watched this. You yeah, ready? I thought it was like an hour away at the show from the airport. I've been driving for six hours. I just wanted. Yeah. To I appreciate it. this is this is like what I'm all about is taking care of the people and making sure they get an intimate atmosphere to talk and ask <laughs> questions and stuff. But. To me, it's one of those oh, things he bugs that the guys me so who much. you brought in, 
doesn't even know I'm doing an interview. You didn't explain it to me, right? And he told me it was an hour, I thought, from the building to here. And then it's like <laughs> six hours of driving with some guy. And he couldn't drive right, man. And then he told me to wait at the hotel. What year is this? In, and then this was not that long ago. Like, let me see. This was uploaded three years ago. So, yeah. Okay. Th- this is, I mean, this is when all this stuff was happening with Disappearing Lady. He said, dude, Devin wants to talk to you. And then I come over here. I understand. He just took a bit of a detour. Uh, <laughs> a bit of a detour. I won two belts at MLW. You announced me as this super star high flyer. You know, I've been wrestling with you for 24 years. I was the first guy to ever bring into Matt Rats. I take that as disrespect. One picture with for yeah, what am I supposed to sign it with? What do you mean what are you supposed to sign it with? Why do you throw this? I thought we were gonna friend. have a man. You know dude. what? You're one of my oldest friends. Well then don't bring in like a jobber, dude. You bring Harry in now too? <laughs> bring me in like I'm an MLW. We're not supposed to be doing anything with Harry. You know better, man. I, 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 Harry I told me he was up for it. Harry told me he was up for it. Well, what are you gonna say? No? You're one of the, we don't want to let you down. You're a shit. Right, why don't we agree in there as an excuse, dude? What are you going to do? Nothing. Oh, is this like live? Easy, brother. I'm worried if I can so this was uploaded to Hannibal's channel and Hannibal is the guy that I saw at the wrestling show here in Irving where he almost murdered a referee but so it's hard to tell with him like what's real and what's not because like when we when Kevin and I watched this I thought it was like I'm pretty sure we we thought it was real and uh watching it now I'm like no it's clearly a work they have a match the next day I don't know if the match ever happened it might just be I'm doing this to get clicks and get views um, but I think that's always going to be the consensus with wrestling is like, is this going to be, uh, real? Is this supposed to be fake? Like, so he does, he does that with us. He definitely wants That was us. the main point of the fucking documentary is like, you can't tell when this guy's telling the truth. He's never himself ever. Right. He's always, except for when he's like threatening to beat the fuck out of that one girl. Yeah. Yeah. That one wrestler. Yeah. And, and the, the way that he, what also frustrates me from like, you know, Teddy Hart standpoint is he doesn't know where he was like on this date, and, you know, and then he keeps kind of like changing his story and like we had and I do like what the the documentary the documentarian says is like you we have cage match wrestling like you can go online to cage match <laughs> like Gino and and see where you were on exact dates and who you wrestled how many stars you got like you can like there's ways to know what you were doing and where you were and Teddy Hart is a guy that I've watched wrestle. I've always rooted for him when he was in MLW. I would check out most of the episodes he was on. I like the New Hart Foundation with him and Dave, uh, and Harry Smith and Brian Pillman Jr. Like I was excited to see all that stuff, but yeah, this documentary is so good, and it really was like I couldn't stop watching. It. I just watched it so fast. I do want to rewatch it because it is such a trip. And in the documentarian, by the way, it's so. I do enjoy watching it because you could tell when they started filming in like 2010. He wasn't woke. Yeah. He wasn't woke yet. Like he was just like a normal yeah. guy. Like girls gone wild and fuck yeah. And then you could tell he he everything now he, he feels bad about everything he did in the past. He regrets everything that he shot. He filmed the threesome and just oh, I can't yeah. believe I didn't know. I didn't know. Like he he knows that he's such a huge piece of shit. And he's doing something. <laughs> he's just trying to make a living and trying to make money. And in, in his head at that time, it was this is going to get me so much money. And now for him in 2022, it's like, oh, this makes me look so bad. So amazing documentary. Can't recommend it enough. Um, well, let me just leave you with this because I looked up the Wikipedia on him. Mm-hmm. His last arrest was October. Well, his second to last arrest was October 23rd, 2020. He's arrested in Texas and charged with 
injuring a disabled person. Oh, God. Evading arrest and being in possession of a controlled substance. And then it goes on to say, and he was arrested again on the same charges, February 16th, 2021 in Northern Virginia. Why is that always beating up disabled people? There is drug deal. Like he only gets drugs from disabled people and then he runs from the law. So it's beating That's the shit out of him. Got to get my money, bro. So, He's got a bunch of evading arrest charges. That's pretty great. Well, and he also, so he has dual citizenship too. So that also, as they explain in the documentary, you know, if he's wanted in Canada, he just hangs out in Texas. If he's wanted somewhere <laughs> else, he just hangs out somewhere else. So probably a great He's way, got good lawyers, apparently. Great way to do that. So uh, let's take a look at the, uh, let's, let's go with the NFL slate of games. So what I mentioned earlier, the underdog parlay. So you look at like the Patriots, right? They're a plus 170 on the money line against the Bills. <laughs> So, obviously, we're not going to take that, but I'm just saying those are the games that I was hitting on this past weekend. So, Texans and Browns, I don't think the Texans can pull that off. I don't think that the Broncos can do that against the Ravens. I think the Bears can beat the Packers. Like, so, and that's really where this comes from is like if you bet this game, and like, let's just say you bet 10. The team below is home. The team below is home. So Bears at home are a plus 170 against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what his injury status is right now. Uh, I don't think he's going to play. He looked Does off. that matter? Uh, I guess not. not. Not anymore, right? I guess if they know they're going to play with Jordan Love, maybe the offense tweaks a little bit. Maybe they can kind of. They still have nobody to throw to. What are they going to tweak? Uh, where they throw, Yeah, how, how far they throw it. Because Rodgers still tries to stretch this shit. Like he's got. Donald Driver out there, and it's 13 years ago. Like, no, he's throwing <laughs> to Christian Watson. And even Robert Tunyon, it was, I, this is a guy that had a really like good season a few years ago. There was one play where Rodgers threw the ball, and he caught it and tried to do like a juke move and just got hit immediately and went down. And they were like, well, that was a uh, negative one-yard pass there to Robert Tunyon. I'm like, why are <laughs> like, what happened to this team? They just have no balls. Like, just run people over. Um, Lions and Jaguars, Lions are even money. But I could definitely see them beating the Jaguars at home. Yeah, for sure. The Lions are surging, dude. Yeah. Yeah. The, losing to Buffalo, and we have more respect for them than we ever did. They're the grit team, and we are excited. Jets and Vikings, I don't bet Jets ever. They don't know how to they don't know what they're doing. I am shocked by the the Vikings only being a minus one sixty five though. Because well, we I, almost fucking beat them, dude. <coughs> that's true. And, and they did they looked like shit against the Cowboys, but this is a home game, uh, even though I think Thanksgiving was. They're coming off a longer rest. They have like a mini bye week because they played on Thanksgiving. I'm looking yeah. at that minus 165. Like, why are we not picking Kirk Cousins to fucking make a comeback? Because You know why? Because the Jets. It's the Jets. The fucking Jets. We need to not There's bet on the There's a rule Jets. this year. We do not Mike bet on the White, Jets. Or against the, the Jets. Mike White is the new Tom Brady. Uh, we don't We don't go there. Falcons and Steelers, that this game, I mean, Bovada's really saying this is even money in a lot of ways. Like minus one oh five both man. ways. I mean that that game's a toss shit. Titans at Philly. Uh the the Titans are plus two hundred. <laughs> I think now they really fucked up that game against Cincinnati. They should have won that game. I have never seen a team lose because they rushed the long snapper the way that the Titans did. Like, how do you do that? Don't you I remember when I played junior midget football, which is it's still called junior midget, by the way. When I when I played junior midget, I think so. Like, yeah. See, you had to think about it. Like, I don't know what it's called anymore. When I played junior midget, they were like don't touch the long snapper. Let the long snapper snap. Go get the ball. Don't worry about him. And they fucking destroyed that long snapper. So that cost <laughs> them the game. 
But I think Tennessee can beat Philly. Philly didn't look that sharp to me against Indianapolis. And they they look good against the Packers, but I think that Tennessee's a little bit more of a complete team. I, I don't know. I don't feel good picking against the Eagles. All right. That's the underdog parlay, though. So maybe that one will get thrown in. The underdog parlay lives off of that, I'm just saying. Commanders and Giants. Giants are dogs at home. Now, a lot of people are starting to kind of see the, 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 the you know, the gold kind of come off the, the Giants, and they're turning back into the same old Giants. At home against the Commanders, the Commanders are playing good football too. Um, the one-dimensional Giants offense is getting more and more exposed. Like Danny Dimes isn't as dominant as you know they were hoping. Saquon, if you can stop Saquon, you can kind of stop this team. So what are you thinking? You thinking Giants or Commanders? It's at Giants. At the Giants. At home, New York. Saquon's healthy. It's not like he's not healthy. Um, Giants. Yep. Thank you. I was going to say this is the underdog parlay. We got to pick only underdogs. This is the way this these round robins hit. Dolphins, Niners. Dolphins are dogs. How are the Dolphins underdogs? They just destroyed the the Texans. You know, is Tyreek officially out? I don't know. Let's check. Yeah, I think he's in. I'm going Dolphins. I'm not impressed. The Niners are like the number one defense, but it's not like they're lighting the world on fire. So I think that uh, their defense can get spread pretty thin. And I think uh, Waddle, Tyreek, even Gasicki's playing really well this season. So Tua's going to get these boys figured out. Calling it. I think so. Go for it. Dolphins, bro. Uh, Rams and Seahawks fucking throw a dart. Who knows? Um, the Rams are dogs, uh, seven-and-a-half-point dogs. And Bryce Perkins is their new starting quarterback for the foreseeable future. Are they shutting it down? If you're the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, are you shutting this season down? You guys aren't defending your title. Cup is hurt. Stafford is hurt. Uh, Who's there? Cam Akers isn't turning into who they drafted. Uh, What do you do if you're the Rams? Shut it down, dude. Yeah, like don't you just get a draft pick? Yeah, pull the starters. Kind of just get a draft pick. You're not going to win the West. You're probably do they have their first round pick? Good question. They haven't made any trades lately, have they? Well, no, I think Stafford. Stafford is their first round oh. pick. Wow. No, but I thought I can't remember. Dude, I am Who pretty sure. Who got the picks in that deal? I the the the, the uh, what's her name? The, the team that lost Stafford. Um the Lions got a first round pick. I think they got 2 years of first round picks for Stafford. And that means they're going to get uh, – they got last year's and this year's. So they're going to get another Fuck. first-round pick. So if you're the Rams, I mean, you can't cut bait. You got to keep going. And the yeah, I guess you do. Well, yeah. I'm not you picking them. fuck that team. I'm not picking them, though. Bengals and Chiefs. Uh, Bengals are, fa- are, are dogs. Uh, not by much, though. So this is where the Chiefs underdog – Chiefs are rolling, bro. This Don't is where that. the underdog parlay really hits its stride, though. Because if you just pick this game and say the Bengals win it, and then we it's have. It's only plus one fifteen though. It's barely true. an underdog. Yeah, but it's still an underdog. It's still. More but I don't think they have a chance to win. Raiders, Chargers, Raiders are winning, dude. Raiders are. We're on a roll. We're at home. We're streaking, Always. dude. We are gonna win the Super Bowl. I'm feeling Fuck it. Fuck the Chargers. I'm feeling it. Cowboys and Colts. Cowboys ain't losing to the Colts. So let's just. So we got minus five. six fifty. Damn. They're there. Is that the biggest spread of the week? They're confident. 
Yeah, the minus six fifty, I think, is the biggest the biggest money line here, the biggest difference. Damn. So, and then what's the Monday night game? Tampa, New Orleans, Tampa. That throw a fucking dart at that game too. Who knows? What what is Tampa? What is Tampa Bay? <laughs> Nobody knows what Tampa Bay is right now. Like because aren't they in first place? They're are like, they gonna? I was gonna say, are they gonna make the playoffs? They're, are they in first they're place? five and six, and they're in first place. So luckily, they share a division <laughs> with the Panthers and the the Falcons and the Saints. But all, is it because of record or because it's close and they have the wins over them? Um, it's they're five and six. I think nobody else is five and six. I think everyone else has seven losses. <sighs> so it's literally. It's can we just get the top ten teams by record in the playoffs it's, please? and get rid of this whole divisional thing? Yeah, um, that. yeah, isn't it? We might be at that point. So here's five underdogs. I, I don't even know if we need a round robin this one. I think we just throw ten bucks in there and we watch six hundred and forty-seven dollars come our way when the Bears, Lions, Giants, Dolphins, and Raiders win. I think so, dude. Place I, right. We have there's sixteen teams, right? Yes. But six, no, there's 32 teams. I'm thinking 30, 17 weeks. Yeah. Everybody play everybody once. And figure it out from there. And then the top records all go in the playoffs. I'm okay with AFC, NFC, maybe just less divisions. Or I, I mean, does strength of schedule doesn't matter. If you play everybody once. So you're saying we do 30 games. No, you don't need 30. Well, if. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, that's why if you do it by conference, you play. Well, you play. Yeah, by conference. Yeah, if play you, everybody once. If you do sixteen, and then you play everybody once. That's fifteen game season. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that would. But that, then you have bye weeks, so then you add a couple extra weeks in there. I'm a fan of the universal bye week. Have you heard of this, this theory? Yeah, just every team is off the same week. Yeah, like why not just do all star break? Yeah, let's do an eleven games, and then we take a bye week. And then we have like seven games left. We're we're gonna know who or yeah. There's even less games. It's yeah. more exciting. Eleven to six. Yeah, we're gonna know which games are important still, and we'll be able to kind of okay. Like we that should be the at. trade deadline. Because I hate this bye week. Like for fantasy football, the bye weeks are so <sighs> stupid. Like it's it's you have to all season long. You have to watch it when you draft. Like I never pay attention. I never pay I'm attention like, oh, to bye weeks. Week and, nine, I'm fucking just I'm taking the L because I can't drop any of these. Yeah, people. and then in like the first. So the first seven weeks of the season where, like, I've been, like, balling out, like I've been sh- showing everybody I'm the highest-scoring team in the world, and I lost all those games, and now I'm getting affected <laughs> by bye weeks. So now it's like I should be able to make my comeback. I have all these highest-scoring players, and they're on bye weeks and shit. So now I have DJ Chark starting for me one week. So it's – it's I, I hate – He's that. good in, like, an 18-man league. Yeah, if you have to go real deep dive. So we're putting 10 bucks down. We still have 163 to mess with. I might post another bet for like college in the chat, but we're up. That's I think that, that that's important to say is we're we're officially up. The underdog parlays have been paying off, and we could. And still- we'll just say it on here. We fucking I called you on Saturday. Yes, yeah, that's true. And I said, Vleeties, we have to put money on the fucking game. Yep. You're like, dude, what game? And I'm like, the game. The game. What are you talking about? And we we had to go with Jason's team. I know that they are all big, huge Michigan fans. Yep. We picked Michigan to win in Ohio State when yep. they haven't won there in like 22 years. <laughs> and we bet both the money line and the spread, and we fucking killed it. Covered it easily. Michigan dominated that second half. It felt so good. I was watching it with my stepdad, who is a uh, – he's not really an Ohio State fan, but my sister went to Ohio State, so there's like this – like, you know, he. I spent a lot of money there, he kept saying. So – um, <laughs> 
So yeah. Well, that that was my dude. The only two minutes I watched the game, I think Michigan was up like twelve to nine or some shit, and Ohio State scored in yep. the two minutes I was watching. It's all my wife. Turn it off. Fuck. I'm bad luck. You're bad luck. Don't watch. Didn't it. look at it again until it was tied or Michigan was up a little bit. I sent you the cross fingers. Yep. And then Michigan scores a 75 yard rushing touchdown. I was watching. And then scores right again. And then scores again. I was watching Just it in the kitchen. I saw the two long touchdown passes, and they went into the half down, I think. And then uh, once mm-hmm. that second half started, it was just obvious that one team was really good at college football, and the other team was Ohio State. So I think we did it, Geezy. I think we covered it all. So you're you're on a new training regimen, right? You're, you're waking up in a couple hours here, right? Yeah, dude. Be- in bed by 15 minutes ago, <laughs> up at 4, at the gym at 5. Is there is there any goals here? I'm down thirty pounds, by the way. Like I was talking to this guy nice. at work. Yeah, I've been losing I've been losing weight pretty good. I just gave up on pretending I want to do cardio. Like you know, at the gym, you sometimes you just throw <laughs> in like ten minutes. Like I'll just do something on the elliptical, and I gave up on that. I just went all in on lifting weights, and since then I have lost more and more weight. Like I just focused on weights, reps, really? volume. Cardio's dumb. Like think about it. Like cardio is literally if you're not running. Like outside, like kind of how you're doing, or you're not sprinting, like you're really, it's 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 just repetitive, and I hate it. Like I like lifting weights because I, <laughs> I like lifting weights because it's like here's chest, here's bench press, here's incline dumbbell press, here's dumbbell flies. Like there's something different every ten minutes with a run. It's just so fucking. <laughs> you're just running. It's the same thing. Muscle memory kicks in after mile one. Well, I might do a marathon. That might be my goal. So <laughs> I guess you're out. I'm you're not out. coming to Utah for a marathon. I'm not running a marathon. I might do a Spartan race. I liked doing that when I did that. I was not good at it. So I would if like to. If it's like a 20K, I'll do one. I'd like to try and maybe be good at that. Like, can you climb a rope? I can't do that. So with the Spartan race, people were climbing that rope. And I just was like. I've never done a pull-up in my life. Please. Oh, I'm doing pull-ups now. I like dude lap pull downs. I can do more than I weigh, but I can't do a pull up. It's it's like it's kind of like in the way you position your legs, and you really got it's weird because I'm just too heavy, dude. I'm I'm five six. I was gonna say five seven, but I'm five six. (laughs) You were gonna give yourself an inch, and you know what I look like. How much do you think I weigh? I don't know. That's rough because you could be like two two twenty, right? Are you that much? I'm two sixty. Oh, you're okay. You're more than I thought. Okay. So dude, yeah, we're hitting gyms, dude. Every every time I ask people that all the time, they're like, "Yeah, like 210, 220. I'm like, "Not even close, dude." 260. I have Where are you hiding? Thick bones your, and a lot of muscle. Your calves. That's what it is. Those calves are so dude, fucking thick. My calves are bigger than my biceps. So my biceps are pretty big. You're, the, it's 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 an interesting body type. The calves are insane. So let's ride off. Short legs is the problem. Let's ride off into that glorious sunset. I'll be right back with Sonic underscore Gino. Like I said at the top, I don't know if I actually included it. Um, What I want to do is next week my dad is here. So uh, on Tuesday. So there probably will be a Vleeties on Thursday or I will do something on Thursday. Unless I can do Thursday, um, dude. We can do the football stream. We just watch a game. We just drink beers and watch football. No more beers. That's what we talked about. Or also. I quit drinking, yeah. So, okay. So we know what our next steps we are. Smoke Delta 8, though. Dude, are you? So I, I, I did some of that the other day, by the way. So are, are, you, still, are you still on That's that? Fine. Are you still a Delta boy? I'm the regular, the real stuff. True, you can get the regular. Yeah, I was having a lot of uh, 
when I was sick, just from laying down all day, my back really started to hurt because I looked like rigor mortis was setting in. So, <laughs> and I couldn't really exercise. So I just did a little Delta and suddenly the back pain went away and I slept great. I felt way better when I woke up. Um, yeah. So it definitely has medicinal purposes. Like I want to say that. Although Teddy Hart is just further cementation <laughs> Well, if you're prone to psychosis, it's like if dude, marijuana is the like because even Kevin and I were watching a Rob Van Dam clip a couple weeks ago, and RVD is just like the weirdest. Thank you, Beelzebub. Like he's just. This is. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying he's just the way he talks. He's just he just is so non coherent, and all he's in the third person all the time. All I disassociate. All I can think is this is marijuana. This is what marijuana does to you. It just once you get this high. You're you're useless now. You become a zombie. So um, that's where we're at. Let's ride off. All right, we can do this all night. So let's ride <laughs> off into the sunset and grab a Sonic underscore Gino or two, and we'll be. You gotta right ask back. him about his job because I need details. Right back with the wrestling journalist. <laughs> 